Let's start. More like a pestule, <laughs> I think, is the proper term. Oh, that's great. Let's bring oh, up that's that gross. Kind of uh, Thank you. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Put me right off deeper. my beer. <laughs> welcome. Nothing put you off beer faster than the word. <laughs> you got to say it now. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to Show Center. I am out of work. Air show announcer, Bad Jolly. Joined, as always, by fellow out of work air show announcer, Rick Peterson, who is uh, coming to you from an island home far, far away. And of course, working air show announcer, voiceover all-star, and yes, yes, Emmy Award winner, Rob Ryder, uh, where he is currently, I think, can we say where you're at? Yeah, we can. I'm I'm currently. I just had a flight in my plane. I'm back at Sporty's Pilot Shops, uh, part of uh, part of the uh, group that of which all three of us uh, are are part of the team. So that's pretty cool. That at Sporty's great. in Claremont County Airport, outside Cincinnati, Ohio. Whoopee! Yeah, uh, my my reputation precedes me, or I probably would be more than welcome there as well. But most of my <laughs> clients know that when I show up to a client's place, I basically show up with a shopping cart and just go nuts. So, yeah. and then act are shocked you, when they ask me to pay for it. <laughs> are you the ultimate impulse buyer, Rick? No, I'm the ulti- ultimate media freebie wannabe. It's like <laughs> I just I want to mooch. I just what do you mean I have to pay for that? Ah, uh, listen, I am I am excited. I, I sent you guys a couple of text messages. I am geared up. I am ready to go for ICAST this year, which is going to be in Vegas. And I'm ready. I've got my uh, my Cutco cutlery ready to go, my my pans yeah. and all of the cookware you could possibly imagine. I got the little speaker. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna clean house this year. Are you, do literally you have a clean wow? house? Do you have well, a no. Sham wow, or anything with <laughs> like, you? You should be doing that too. Should, if you're but, gonna do pots and pans, you need yeah. to do that sham wow thing I, with I, a headset I, mic and all. It's gonna be great. I mean, got to do something. I've, you, just I just gotta get I, do something. Just pray to God I'm not in the same aisle as yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be out there. <laughs> You're gonna be so tired of hearing it. Uh, Steph Strickland's joining us too, by the way, from her home out there in Oregon, where there are no problems. It's just perfect weather. It's perfect. <laughs> Everything is perfect, and she's getting ready to go and join you, working the air show announcer Rob Ryder in new york because there's a huge event going on out there and we're going to get to this but first let's bring ricky p in here to frame it all with a little bit of prop wash this is the theme the world's most accurate name in air show news the professional professional uh, yes known as show center (laughs) professional that's right that's right (laughs) and the prop wash today well i guess the big news is that air shows are back uh, particularly in the uh, in the great united states of america not so much where i am uh, we're still getting cancellations. Uh, where I am actually in the country right now has extended the lockdown into the probably around the middle of June. Oh, God. no. Yeah. So we are looking at uh, still air show dates, uh, cancellations, uh, others, changes. Um, I know that uh, the folks at the Canadian International Air Show in Toronto, uh, the, the umbrella event around that event, the Canadian National Exhibition, has announced uh, that they are not going forward this fall in September. Um, it's not really the fall, but September, the Labor Day weekend, which is a tradition in Toronto that this great fair takes place. Uh, but the air show is going to press ahead. 
And uh, it also, like what you're going through in New York City this weekend, Rob and Steph, is going to encompass a live aspect, uh, uh, live streaming, and uh, so that folks will be able to participate in that way as well as a limited number of people who may be able to take it in. So um, up, up here also out in Western Canada, where they've also been hit hard in Alberta, and uh, the situation continues there because we're so far behind in, in vac vaccinations. Uh, I guess the biggest percentage, not to get too tied up in all of this stuff, um, of folks have their first shots in Canada. In fact, percentage-wise, more than they do in the States, but you are way ahead of us on the second uh, shots and total vaccination. So that's why things are slow here. We don't manufacture these things in Canada, the vaccinations. We depend on the, the imports. A lot of the American states have been very helpful, uh, but it means a place like Springbank, uh, which is just outside of Calgary, has had to cancel their show in July. Uh, so the cancellations still keep coming. But then again, there's other types of formats, drive-in formats. London is still uh, gears up for that. Uh, it looks like uh, they're canceling also on the East Coast. Uh, the Airshow Atlantic show, sadly, is canceled, and that's another August date. So not doing so well in Canada, but it's doing great in the U.S. And I just got advised that uh, California now is another one of the states where there's no health restrictions, so things seem to be go for things like Fleet Week in San Francisco and uh, for the Sacramento show, the California Capital Air show. So there's some good news. So I, I may be working uh, at some point this summer yet, guys. You have, you have been, in one case, I guess, Rick, you've been happily sequestered on an island and an undisclosed location in Canada. Right. On the other hand, uh, I know that you want to get out there and work like the rest of us do. Well, it's, it's my wife, really, that wants me to help. Get off the island soon. You bring so. that up, though, that, that, that everything's back to work. Rob and I just lost Miramar, uh, which is in yeah. September as well. So when the Marines don't do something... In September, I, I I don't think we're just out of the woods yet entirely. But I'm glad that it is looking up, that things are better. Uh, that that is great to hear. So uh, thanks for that. Let's let's launch into Beth Page because uh, the Beth Page show out there in New York, Jones Beach, as everybody knows it, a huge event, and it's it's this weekend going to be big. What what's going on with that, Steph? Hey guys, thanks for having me. I was actually going to work Miramar as well, so I was disappointed to see it go. But I totally understand the base's rationale and, and reasoning for doing so. And Rick, I've been thinking about you a lot, man, and watching my friends up in Canada deal with the closures. So I will keep my fingers crossed that, that things for that second shot turn around quickly. It, you know, the situation with Beth Page was they didn't get approval uh, from the state until uh, really relatively recently. And once they got that approval, they took a beach show that, you know, can bring out 300,000 people as big beach shows, particularly in the New York area, when you're just outside of Manhattan can do and took it down to, I think 30 or 40,000, um, you know, yep. uh, people who can attend the beach and it's done on a parking pass situation. So they decided that for the, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who want to watch it, they would integrate uh, the show into a live stream so people could be a part of the kickoff to summer. It's a big deal for people in Manhattan and the surrounding, you know, area to, to go to this show. So what they did is they hired Live Air Show TV and Live Air Show TV and Beth Page, which is who I work for, um, has integrated in with the ABC station. So the number one local news station in the entire country uh, is going to run that uh, Live Air Show TV stream on their website and on their streaming platform. So if you've got Roku or Apple TV, you can 
you can watch it. So it's it's the biggest integration in terms of like a, a local television uh, station that that I've seen yet to date. So it's very exciting, and uh, I'm excited to to pull it off and give the folks of New York something to to watch. And Steph, your your connections. And by the way, in case uh, anybody doesn't know, we're talking. Uh, I won some regional Emmys. Uh, Stephanie, you won a national Emmy, and congratulations for that. But your your experience as an anchor uh, in Portland made a big difference to the folks at WABC in New York because you speak their language very, very well. And then they looked around to try to find out who could actually shoot this, and they came up with one company, and that was Live Air Show TV. So the, the confluence of the pressures and the recommendations have really brought together a great team. I'll be eager to work with you on this and live air shoot, uh, air show TV and Wayne Boggs and the Parks Department and the folks from Beth Page as well. It's going to be a monstrous show featuring the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds and lots more. And Michael Goulian will be there for the first time as well. Well, and, and if I might uh, just inject this now is uh, despite uh, Matt's national award and my national award, we, we, we didn't get a call either either of us. Neither one of them. Not a call, well, right, Matt? I didn't get a call. Did you get a call? I, I was just checking my voicemail. No, the only call I've gotten is from this uh, this guy in uh, Antwerp, Belgium, that's been writing me, trying to give me the, uh, but the, he's been the money for my The problem is he doesn't want to show. He just wants to go out with you. I don't, I, well, go out with my bank account, I think. We'll get to this guy in a little while. We'll have some fun yes, with that. Please. Yeah, no, they didn't call. I've, I can confirm I, that. When it, when it started, my conversation, Beth Page reached out to me, and they were just looking for uh, help to try to figure out how to, to navigate some of the communication between what people's expectations are versus what the show under the state health guide, guidelines was able to deliver. And once it became apparent that live streaming was on the table, um, it was very, you know, I, I will not say it's easy. I mean, I am thousands of emails into this, I'm quite confident. Um, and especially with such an abbreviated timeline, but, you know, everyone knows what they're doing. And when you're working with the Disney mothership, which is what this station is, uh, you better have, you know, your T's crossed and I's dotted. Because, um, you know, for them, as I, I said this in an email to their promotions department today, who's cut some really nice stuff for the show that will roll out on the Beth Page social media sites. Uh, when you're doing a good job in New York, you've just done your job because that's a level everyone's expected to perform at. So um, I'm, I'm super excited. And I want to see the Thunderbirds new routine. It's shorter. It was actually uh, sort of um, the, the, the creative uh, reasoning behind changing the show routine ha had to do with bringing in a Disney executive. And so there's some interesting tie-ins there. Um, and they've got a new opening narration, and I can't wait to see it. On Saturday, I'll be at Republic, which is the airport where Mike Goulian and those folks actually launch from. Uh, and then on Sunday, again, barring weather, I'll have a chance to come out to the to the beach itself and, and see the show. So I'm pretty excited about it, guys. I'm, I'm ready. Sitting here bent out of shape with sour grapes. That's it. I just uh, told it <laughs> Fair in. Fair enough. They are, Fair enough, man. <laughs> they are in great hands with the two of you. They really are. And it's it's going to be something that we can all watch from just about anywhere anyway. So yeah. um, we'll be there. And and Matt and I will uh, debrief uh, properly on, on the podcast that follows. And uh, we're going to let you know everything you did wrong. 
aren't we, Matt? I was well, just going to say. <laughs> yeah, full we, disclosure. We can certainly yeah. count on you for that. The fortunate thing is for me is that I've been with that show now for 17 of the 18 years that they've done it. And so what it's what's interesting is it started out that they didn't know who I was, but Sean D. Tucker, after the first year, had suggested that I come in to announce. They brought me in, and now it's like family. And yeah. so uh, I've got... Uh, I've got a, a good foundation to start with, and the coordination piece with WABC is going to be the big deal. And and our friend Jay Rabbit has also been brought in to help with this because uh, he has some production uh, knowledge that can take some of the load off of me so I can pay attention to what's happening. And then when Stephanie, and it's all gonna be hooked up so Stephanie I can talk back and forth uh, on video on the stream from Republic Airport, which is nine nautical miles away to the beach, you know, so it'll be fun. Yeah, and I, I should doubt. point out, and, and you'll pick up on this too, Matt, with your Warbird experience is the, uh, the Kleiman family in the American Air Power Museum where I've been over during the, all the flying that goes on at the beach and the uh, aircraft that stay over at the museum and on some of their grounds, um, we do a, 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 a sideshow, if you will, uh, where the recovering aircraft do some flybys and we have a big open house at the museum and, and have an awful lot of fun. And I'm really going to miss this this year, but Republic Airfield is going through quite a change in where the museum is. It's a historical building. They're in one of the original hangars where the old Thunderbolt was put together. Um, and uh, they've been reduced in their size because of construction going on right now. So they really couldn't really have done it the same way this year in any event. And it gives them a chance to get things reconfigured over there uh, for the next year. And that always coordinates with Memorial Day weekend. And this year it's a, a kind of a week apart. So maybe things will get all hooked up again next year. Uh, but it's, it's hard when you've been away from a place for two years now because of this COVID thing. Rick, it's interesting that, that all that construction has actually closed the runway immediately adjacent to the museum. And so everybody's going to be landing on another runway. So that's going to be uh, for the people who want to see what's going on, even outside the fence, they're not going to be able to see as much. Matt? Matt? I'm here. I'm here. I was just I was just checking the pricing. I, I will have skillets, cast iron skillets available this year for nineteen ninety five. If you'd like to uh, just just hit me up. I'm around we like all the time. This guy that's been chasing yeah. you down. I thought for a moment there that he might have actually got you. That was scary. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, I I. I swear to goodness, I think Matt, you ought to consider the Ginsu set. Yeah, the well, Ginsu you know, they're, they're just—I couldn't get the deal. That I, to be quite frank with you, I just couldn't get the deal. You mean there's not a very margin for they're you? They're very proud of those things still. So anyway, okay, yeah, nineteen ninety-five. What were we talking about? I'm sorry. I think there was a. <laughs> we were talking about. We were talking about how they ch closed to the, one of the runways, oh, and it's yeah. not going to be as easy for the folks to see. However, the American Air Power Museum will be represented in the in the show with flybys of some of their aircraft. We're going to have a flyby on Saturday only of a C5M Galaxy from Dover Air Force Base. We've got the Thunderbirds. We got uh, Michael Goulian, David Windmiller, longtime Long Island favorite who's going to be there. The 106th Rescue Wing uh, is going to be there doing a search and rescue demonstration. I think they'll probably have an, uh, some fixed wing assets as well as helicopters and picking people out of the ocean. It'll be kind of fun. But it will be a strange looking beach to have only 
you know, 10 to 15,000 people each day on a beach that can accommodate 150 to 200,000. There's going to be some overflow, don't you think? I mean, New Yorkers aren't known for just kind of standing idly by. Do you think you think there's going to be some folks really try to get out there anyway and see it? You you can't. I mean, you'd have to there's it, because it's got that one road in, one road out. It, yeah, they're just not going to let them. Have a parking? Nope. If you don't have the parking pass that allows you to uh, drive past the checkpoint, you're not getting in. They got that guy out there from the soup shop in Seinfeld, huh? Yeah. No air show for you. They will they will not miss the choke <laughs> traffic that happens along the Long Island Expressway as a result of this. And uh, some of one of the best videos that if we if we ever get into the uh, part where we're going to start videoing our our podcast. Uh, we'll have to show the uh, rather dramatic scenes of Wayne Boggs uh, following the escorts back down through the express, going around the traffic, up over the curbs, across the lawns, hopping the medians. It's just spectacular. It's just it's it's some of the best and most thrilling footage I have ever seen on video when it comes to car chases. I mean, following uh, the police officers. And- <laughs> I was I was in I, the back seat of that car on that trip. So I, I heard was you guys tell and, this story, and I'm telling you to this day, I will not get in a vehicle with Mr. Boggs. Uh, you're my life you're missing out on it. I mean, yeah. and, and the show offered a police escort for me on one day, and I was like, no, thank you. I'll just find alternative tra- None of it. I don't want any of it. So, More you know, There you go. You know, I actually, I actually, owe, I actually was in a, at an air show where we had a driver and Wayne shared the back seat with me getting back and forth. And do you know that he actually slept the entire time? Oh, <laughs> when so he disappointed. Drive, he just saw logs. Oh. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> when we... On that ride, on that ride behind the uh, parked police car, you know, the guy said, you'll never keep up. Wayne said, oh, yes, I will. When we got to the airport, we got to Republic Airport, the brakes were glowing orange. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I'm serious. It was the most amazing ride ever. And that was shot by my good friend from Sierra Hotel or uh, Aeronautics, Ailey Fenster uh, from Canada. Uh, uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, Ailey's up there. He's the guy that shot that video. And I'm so glad it did. And it, uh, his sister-in-law uh, put it up on uh, put it up on the web again the other day. And it just brought back all sorts of, all sorts of fond memories. I don't think the bogs are talking to them even today. It's just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is is um, this the show though that you fly you fly via helicopter now to avoid all of that? Yes, we yeah. do. Yes, yeah. and and the guy who flies us is a guy named Al Cerullo, who is a former Vietnam helicopter pilot and who does a great deal of the footage of the aerial uh, footage for for major motion pictures like Superman and television shows right and left. Uh, it's amazing. I'll see a television show that was shot in New York and every once in a while there's a helicopter and every once in a while you see a frame. You can see his white hair there. It said, that's my guy, Al. So uh, he's a wonderful gentleman. And uh, supports the Civil Air Patrol uh, for the cadets uh, out there, and just a great guy, taking us on a couple of really nice tours. Well, let me share a couple of Canadian things with you, too, that unfortunately you won't see uh, in the States this year because their schedule won't permit it. Um, as you know, we, we don't have that many fighters, uh, and as you know, the uh, the fighters up here, we're looking for a replacement right now, whether it'll be the F-35, whether it'll be the Gripen, whether it'll be the uh, Super Hornet. We still don't know up here. And um, so our, our demonstration team, the CF-18 demonstration, 
administration team uh, limits their schedules had to do that the last couple of years and it was getting to the point where they were painting these jets so many uh, pretty paint jobs on them the yellow jet the red jet the blue jet that uh, in order to keep them active and fighters uh, we had to get back to low viz or pretty soon the whole fleet was gonna bear all these different colors uh, so <laughs> oh my so this is the second season last year they did no one got to see it uh, it was a low viz. This year is another low viz uh, setup, but they have done a, a wonderful thing. Uh, we know that the Snowbirds have dedicated and, and are continuing uh, the mission that uh, Jen had started with the team uh, last year, and and of course, it's, sadly, we lost uh, Jen Casey. Uh, so they're dedicating the season to her memory, which I think is just a, a wonderful thing. Nice. And the CF18 team, because Jen came to the Snowbirds from the CF18 team, and and all the way back she's actually army uh, which was fascinating about her history and then just uh, just got enamored and fell in love with the cf-18 team and aviation and then the snowbirds but so the cf-18 team to honor and not just jen but all of the uh, the snowbird and, and performing pilots uh, who have uh, lost their lives tragically uh, they have uh, though especially for jen put the snowbird speedbird on the bottom of the snowbird you see that white uh, iconic bird-like shape that is on the bottom. And, uh, and it's actually taken, as the history goes, because they're based at Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. If you look at a, uh, and you'll help me with this because you're more farmer than I am, although I'm learning, Matt, a chafe or a chaff of wheat. Um, that's what the bird kind of looks like. And uh, they have painted in uh, black or dark gray on the bottom of the CF-18 this year, the Snowbird Speedbird as a nice dedication as well. And uh, it's all dedicated about um, the, the theme this year for the CF-18 is strong at home. And uh, that's in uh, in conjunction with, uh, you know, the, the vaccines and, uh, and, you know, doing the right thing in the lockdowns and all of that stuff and being strong at home. So a nice salute to them and the military families as well. So uh, I wanted to share that with you because uh, you'll have to look at pages like ICAST and some of our publications. And I'm sure some of the photographers up in Canada for the few shows that are coming up this fall and the training that's going on now to be able to see some shots of it. But the jet, despite it not being filled with an awful lot of color, is still pretty spectacular, the demonstration jet. Yeah, I think it's great. I read that the other day, and I mean, really and truly, just a very moving thing to see. She touched a lot of hearts. She sure did. Yeah. It just says a lot about how much of a family it all is. We all have in the air show business. And uh, by the way, the training going on in uh, uh, out in Comox, British Columbia right now is going well. This is probably, in the, as far as the snowbirds go, this is probably one of the most experienced teams we've had in a long time uh, because of uh, the way the airlines have gone and an awful lot of pilots have found their way back to the military. And that's been a good thing for the team. It's been a good thing for the Royal Canadian Air Force as well. And I think the Blue Angels been dealing with uh, Kerry Rickoff, uh, number six, has had some medical things happening. And so they brought back in a former Diamond pilot to the Blues, Lance Benson. Uh, I thought you were going to say they Bubba brought up. Walleye back for like the no, they talked to him about that, but seventy sixth <laughs> time because too busy, too busy I mean, shooting too, movies for Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna bring Walleye yeah. back again. Are you really now? Yeah. Really? There's nobody yeah. else on Earth that can apparently step back in. He just leaves the suit in the closet. I think doesn't he with a vinyl number on it and whatever he needs, he just slaps it <laughs> on and away yeah. he goes. So they don't sew them on any. They give them Velcro patches <laughs> now. Been, right. I, I, that's it. He said every number Stop. on the team 
I think. At this Steph, point. Steph, you have to help me understand this one because you you were uh, you made us all aware in an industry of the power and the growing the, the rapid growth of TikTok uh, in social media. Uh, Mike Wiskus coming out of the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Florida Air Show posted what you and I or anybody else, and, and Stephen Nye is a great videographer with, with, with the team there at Lucas Oil, but captured just a GoPro footage of, of him, a cockpit scene, shooting back at him, climbing vertical and doing a tumble, and what it looks like from the inside. And for some reason, somehow, on TikTok, that has got now, the last time I looked, 2.3 million views. It oh, went my viral. goodness. Did you explain that to me? Because <laughs> we're, yes. we're happy about it. But what the hell happened there? So TikTok has this fascinating algorithm. And I will trust that everyone who's interested in learning about it will do their own due diligence about what the concerns are around its use. But if there's one thing that is for sure, it's that once the algorithm has decided people like that content it will push it out and you can get an absolutely insane amount of views with your content as a result. I mean, you look, for example, Rain Waters has a TikTok account, uh, Toro Viper Demo, uh, current pilot has a TikTok account. And you look at some of the views that they have on their videos. People are fascinated by that content. And then you've got a guy like Mike who is just able to fly so aggressively and to have that in cockpit view. I am not surprised in the slightest. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. Even a lot of my general aviation friends who are pilots who are regularly posting their content on TikTok are finding this incredibly dedicated group and quite a following and quite a lot of views, like more so than they're getting any place else as a result of people's interest in that, you know, in, in that space. It's a totally different demographic than we're used to talking to. And there's a lot of air shows. Toronto, by the way, Rick, um, you know, Lori and the folks up there, they are really engaging well on TikTok and, and air shows because the point is, and I've said this to you guys before, the conversation around air shows and around the demonstration teams are happening, whether you're there to hear it or not. I, I understand that for a lot of folks, they are not going to be interested in this. It's not going to be for them, and that's totally fine. But I think if this goes to illustrate something that we talked about on this very broadcast, probably, I don't know, six, seven months ago, maybe a little bit more, uh, is is the power of it when it works well, and that's what the Mike Wiskus, um, oh, you know, and, video and, showcases. And the the bad side of all of this is that he's just impossible to live with now. It's just, <laughs> it's just yeah. he's he, he got Stephen Knight to throw together another video of him upside down over top of the shock wave and the big and the race is on, and it's only got forty one thousand views at this point. And he he just he can't get his head straight on that. Like, what happened? Why isn't well, this? That... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you need to tell him, or I'm going to text him. It's a little bit of like magic and alchemy, right? Like, you can't um, <laughs> just because one went, your next one may not. Don't get frustrated, buddy. Stick with it. Like, it'll go. But that's, I mean, but look, he... think about think about his views, and he and he's just simply taking content he was going to post anyway, and just right. putting it on a new platform. That's the brilliance of it. It's not like you have to reinvent the wheel to be active on TikTok. I just, I would love to be at Boggs' house watching right now as he's <laughs> looking at Carolyn going, how do they put that on a breath mint? I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. I, I've got to figure, but but Whiskus has talked about retiring after this season. That, if he gets if he gets TikTok exposure, no, he's no, not going to retire. No, and he's not anyway. He's got, he's got two left. He's, 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 he's got a... Another year plan. He's booking until uh, 2030. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's it. 
Yeah. And by the way, kudos to our colleague Denny uh, Clisham for having the uh, best ad so far in any Ever. of the airshow magazines uh, yeah, by yes, just indeed. putting simple. All he put is now booking to 2030, and we just love that. I think it's great. <laughs> I just wonder if he's going to buy some pans for me. I mean, that food's not going to cook itself that long, and I'm, I'll be there. By the way, I, again, I don't know what booth yet, but but just look for it. It's going to be fun. Going to have cookware so and basically just just so that everybody understands this because you know you're being maybe a little some grip- sunglasses is you are going to iCast you yeah. are going to take out a booth but you are going because yeah. you want a sure bet this time yeah. because it's all I do I got to have a sure so yeah. unpredictable yeah. that you are going to sell you're going back to basically selling the pots and pans yeah and I, I think so I'm gonna I'm gonna beat those guys out of the phone case business this year if they show up though that's my competition this year I'm telling you that's gotta, quite yeah. a plan. I'm telling That's you, gonna a- gonna make some money this year. You know, got to bring it in. What am, what am we talking about? We got to bring it in. The show that is over. By alone. The way. <laughs> yeah, we'll make Luke a, say it with me, That's and right. that alone will make our good we'll friend make Luke a star. That's right, Luke Carico. By the way, I I loved he's, hanging out. He is out with a star him. this year. Absolutely, he is. He's doing great. He and Alan Mitchell, they're they're doing wonderful and uh, out there just bringing the heat. And yeah. uh, doing doing good things. We got to have Luke on. Well, I'm thinking seriously, contemplating buying a golf cart to yeah. drive around the island with a floppy hat and knee socks. I think that would be great. You can put it on Tic Tac or whatever that thing's called. I'll put it. On yeah. There you go. All right. Well, listen, we're all out of time. I don't know uh, why geez, we're out Whiskas of time. He's calling me again. He's there going, you go. Oh, here all right. go. I was just right. getting rolling, too. I wanted to talk another half an hour here. Well, you all have fun yeah. at Beth Page. Right you, can, you can talk like hours this weekend <laughs> <laughs> about, about whatever you want. <laughs> I've got to go. go right ahead, Rob. <laughs> Stephanie, I'll see you on Thursday. I'll see you soon, my friend. I'll see you soon. Uh, you all have we'll fun. We'll be watching. We'll be watching with our notepads. Right? <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. <laughs>